Oh, Lord, these boys are handsome. This is the Dynasty Football Life Podcast. Welcome to Dynasty Football Life, where three grown boys talk shop. Talk about players you may want and players that you got. That's all I could get to rhyme with that. Join with me here today is Ty, a man with a soft heart and hard ribs, and Jay, a man with soft ribs and a hard heart. Dave, I take a little bit of exception to that. <laughs> I am suffering a rib injury at the moment, and I, <laughs> I may have some plaque in my arteries based on my lifestyle. Ooh, so that, that, one, that one stings a little bit. I'm sorry, but I didn't know about the plaque. I don't want to talk about hearts and stinging, though. I'm still not over Steve Irwin. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. He didn't uh, didn't end well for Stevie, but uh, he had a good run. Do you want one of those uh, critters? Crikey, he did. Such. Yeah, you gotta you gotta die the way you live, I suppose. Something like that, right? I mean, I'm probably gonna die in the toilet, which makes sense. So. <laughs> <laughs> the old Elvis Presley special. I can see uh, that. Eating a fried peanut nice butter banana sandwich. Uh, it could be worse things. Uh, all right, let's just go through some quick notes first, and then we'll get into the the old meat and potatoes of this week's episode. We've got a lot to cover, lots to fill, lots of good stuff. Alvin Kamara has returned. I will start off with a, with a Twitter quote from Greg Oman. Here's a wild one. Saints Alvin Kamara had 13 catches today on 14 targets in the loss to the Bucks, but managed only 33 yards. It's the 200th game in NFL history with 13-plus catches. None others yielded less than 71 yards. Uh, cuts the record for fewest yards in half. More than half, technically, I believe. 35.5 would have been half. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, quite a return. That's pretty exciting stuff. So I guess he, uh, Miller was pretty ineffective, it looks like. And Williams is still injured, correct? Jamal? Sure is. Okay. Did you guys get Kamara in there? Uh, uh, did he start for you this week, Jay? Sure did, Dave. A... Sure did. Yeah. Uh, in, in uh... A, the league I did start him in, though, is a standard scoring format, so didn't really help me so much. <laughs> I guess yeah. not. Yeezers. Uh, did you guys catch any, uh, I want to say, lowlights of the game, of its performance, or could he just not, did he get stuck in the grass? Like, what happened? Oh, he, his it, hips? It just threw the ball to him, and there was a man there to tackle him immediately. Oh, I don't think it was really anything on him. And, and I knew, too. I told you this. It's start Alvin Kamara. It's going to be a record-breaking week for him. I did not anticipate this record being broken, though. <laughs> well, you weren't wrong, so there you go. We covered I mean, the plus uh, side. Plus side, 14, uh, 14 targets. You'll take that for a running back any day. You hope they'll yes. be a little more efficient going forward, but hey, I started him in a half PPR league. It worked out. It, you know, those, those numbers played. Six and a half points. Huge, but just from good enough. Getting hit with the football. <laughs> uh, what do you think it looks like moving forward with him, though, that now that he's back? Is he more just a, a guy that takes away from the mouths of others, or do you think he's going to be... I think we talked about, was it last week or the week before, about him being in the top 15 moving forward? It was last week. Yeah, I think that it was change? last week. Yeah. That was last week, eh? Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's still there for me. This was good usage. It wasn't super efficient, but I mean, you know, this game was... I mean, it wasn't super fun to watch. There just wasn't a lot going on there, but the usage is great. Yeah, he's still, uh, you know, somebody I'm pretty comfortable putting into my lineup. Yeah. Apparently, more comfortable in PPR half though. But you know. yeah, absolutely. 
even that even then though he's going to get the ball um it, it, i think the oh who's the who's the backup running back there right now kendra Kendra, Kendra Miller. Miller yeah. uh, he's he's less exciting for me right now. I, was, I I picked him up at the start of the year and drafted him in a couple leagues, just hoping he would fill the shoes of Alvin Kamara a little bit in the first four games with injuries and all that stuff. Never really happened. And when Jamal Williams comes back, uh, that's going to eat in a bit to the uh, the goal line carries. So if Alvin Kamara does get near the red zone uh, until Williams is back, maybe he'll be a little bit more effective in standard leagues. But I, I'm still expecting a better year for him than he's had in the last couple of seasons. Well, they're sitting well, on the three, four yard line. They could just pass the ball to Kamara seven or eight times and get in there. Exactly. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> no, actually, I think that's be on the two and a half yard line. I believe if the averages are out. Oh, fair, so, fair. Yeah. yeah in, inside the three, Ty, inside the three, I think just to be safe, just to be safe. Now, t- talking about top targets in week four, Kamara did lead the way. At 14, Garrett Wilson had a lot of balls thrown at him. A.J. Brown had a spectacular week once again. And then we have uh, Daubs, Romeo, 13. Devontae Adams, a former Packer himself, at 13. Kirk Jacobs and Godwin Higby Nakua, of course. I'd be really surprised if he wasn't on the list. He had an all-time season low of only 10 targets that, uh, that week. So they didn't really want to get him involved, I guess, so much in the offense this week, unfortunately. Uh, but Packers, uh, Romeo, as I mentioned, was in there. Watson's back. Eh? He finally has the O removed. He was updated to a Q. He skipped the D completely. I don't like to skip the D personally. No, no, no. Dave never skips the D. I've known him for years. Never. <laughs> and uh, he uh, he was in the game, so there was a little bit uh, maybe more of a, a route sharing. But I think he's probably, I'm assuming he was on a snap count, as the kids call it. When somebody comes back from an injury, it's when they're on a count of snaps. They limit their usage. That is what a snap count is. Thanks for clearing that up for everyone. <laughs> You're welcome for the newcomers, Jay. Uh, so this is the usage with Watson back this week. Uh, 37 routes Romeo had. Reed, who's been pretty solid all year, uh, 29 routes. John Wicks, 24 routes. One target, though. He only had one target. He had more the week earlier. He had more uh, catches. Uh, Watson had 20 routes and four targets. So they're easing him in like an old man into a bathtub. Nothing wrong with that. But uh, how, how do you, what do you think? Do you think there's enough? Now, Jordan Love, we, 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 we just as we started to kind of like him, we kind of have to retract a little bit and realize maybe he's not that good. Jay, you pointed out 50% completion percentage. Maybe not quite good enough to really stay relevant in this league for very long. Uh, that makes me a little nervous. I think I think we talked about it earlier before we started recording, but I should have recorded that, I guess, instead of just repeating that I talked about it earlier instead of recording. But <laughs> <laughs> Professional. Alas, this is where we are. Um, yeah, it makes me nervous when you get a, a quarterback that, that isn't efficient throwing the ball. Like Very rarely do you see quarterbacks with a 50% completion rate have much success in the NFL. And we've seen, Ty will allude to it a little later with some stats, but we've seen him drop off a little bit as far as uh, completion goes so that that makes me a little nervous but he's better than i thought he was at the start of the season but he's worse than he looked like at the start of the season so kind of a catch 22 there or in that case a catch 11 because it's 50 percent <laughs> <Not nice. laughs> uh, ty what do you got to add to that whole situation going on in wisconsin the place for cheese is a lot of cheese there mm-hmm. I was going to say, I do, I do still like the Packers receivers. Uh, Romeo Dobbs is someone I liked coming into the season. He was a good value in redraft, you know, very strong value in Dynasty. 
And I think he's looked pretty good. The 38% target share was it was quite high this week. I think Watson obviously gets involved a bit more if he stays healthy. But I think from what we've seen over the last two weeks out of Dobbs, he can definitely be you know, somebody that still remains you know, a real-life starter and a fantasy starter for you. And Reed as well was also, he was a good value as well, liked him as well. But I think Dobbs is the guy for me that you know, I think can actually still remain the number one receiving option. Christian Watson, I just have no idea if he's actually going to stay in the lineup. Yeah. Sometimes he looks great. Sometimes you think, you know, is this the next Chase Claypool? Probably Dude. not. Claypool's a bit more of a prick, but, you know, just somebody that <laughs> kind of dazzled you and you kind of liked for a while. And then, yeah, you know. he's Canadian too. Uh, it's a Canadian prick. We don't own that one. Just like Brian Adams and Celine Dion, we're not owning them officially <laughs> in Canada. We're going to let them go. That's right. What's, uh, wrong, with, what's I mean, wrong with Brian Adams? Is he bad? Yeah, what is he? Yeah. He's, he's an excellent photographer. He's reckless. I know that. So he's probably, no, he's he, probably touched someone inappropriately see, or something. I don't know. He, he could be a lovely guy. Just his music. He don't it's like terrible. Music. Well, it's terrible. Yeah. 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 Summer 69 is a great hit. So I don't know what you're talking about. How many teams is Dobbs the number one receiver on? Just a ballpark. And like how many out of the 30? Like he plays on teams. one team. I don't know if like. <laughs> yeah, but in theory. If oh, he, if he, he played on all be... the other teams? Yeah. I oh. mean, where is he number one? Just out of, I'm just throwing that out there. Oh, I'd have to dig into that a bit. There's a thirty. Okay. I'm gonna guess. Um, okay. It's a good question, though. I'm gonna guess he's probably uh, he's probably on a couple. I mean, there's some couple, teams out yeah, there that that, that are a five. little weak in the wide receiving department, but most teams have one player that's better than him. And Christian Watson is a better receiver from a talent perspective. Absolutely. Well, that's what I'm kind of get. That's what I'm coming saying. Has he done enough to say, "Hey, I'm number one in Green Bay"? At least I mean, now, yeah. number one in Miami. He might be number one in. Kansas City. <laughs> uh, Kansas Perhaps. City probably could be. I think what's interesting, yeah. I, I want to kind of like just a little backtrack a little bit here, boys. I, I just, sure. It's just popped into my beautiful brain. But we talked about the top targeted players in week four. All of them play with bad quarterbacks for the most part. So it seems yeah. to be that maybe he's the, you know, like he's the, uh, he's he's Jordan Love's safety blanket. He's Jordan Love's uh, cuddle buddy, his teddy bear, his, his sweet <laughs> cheese, if you will. Lucky bastard. You know, yeah. You know, Green Bay. But yeah. yeah, so you usually know, <laughs> see you see hyper targeted guys sometimes in on teams where the quarterback isn't, you know, completely knocking things out of the park. So maybe he's gonna hyper target Dobbs for a bit. And maybe once he gets a you know rapport with Watson and he's in the area of the field that 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 he likes to throw to, maybe we'll see it a little more. But looking at that list from this week, man, there is not a top tier quarterback on that list. Like Matt Stafford's probably the best one on that list. And that was Puka Nakua. Who's a yeah, target fucking just, machine? So interesting. This two. It's you know I'm gonna keep an eye on this throughout the season, eight. and I'll have my Jays weekly bad quarterbacks hyper target one player thought of the week. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, Roz Doyle is from Wisconsin. Before we move on, who's that? Jameis uh, from Frazier. It's from Frazier. Oh, Roz. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. <laughs> Uh, Jamison Williams is set to return after only four yeah. games. Looks like he's getting back on good behavior. I thought it was uh, six games originally, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the NFL changed the so, policy on get, on betting on sports in the facility if it's oh, not betting nice. on the a- actual football, right? So, yeah, okay. they, they cut it by two, which I'm very excited about. Well, Jay, you uh, already grabbed him there, so this works out well for you, perhaps. Yeah, I- I, I kind of said, no, it's not going to work out for you just because just to be that guy, I don't have anything to back that up. Uh, 
But is this a is this a window to buy? Mm, the window's over. I think. Low. I think the window's. I think it's the window's over. Closed. It's closed. Yeah. Okay. I, th- I don't think you're gonna. I think I still think you're gonna get maybe. You know, you're you're still gambling on he him. He's not me. a guarantee. Like you only. We, we've barely <laughs> seen him play in the NFL. <laughs> gambling on him. <laughs> I missed that one. Um, yeah, he's he's still a risk, regardless of of you know how how much you believe in his talent. But this offense has looked fucking awesome, and Amon Rossi Brown yeah. would love to have somebody deep that you know that, that he that uh, can maybe stretch the field a little bit. Open up some targets for him. Um, they got yeah. Laporta, Ross St. Brown, and uh, Reynolds. And, I heard he was relevant this hey, week. Finally, hey, I've been waiting for him to hit for like six years, hey. and I finally got, drop him. And I'm like, now he's good. Finally, yeah, he's been fine in now this offense, know. but I, I'm excited about Jameson Williams coming in because he's a he he brings a different aspect to this team. They've been definitely lacking, and I think the buy low window was the start of the season because he was suspended. So I I bought him. I didn't say I, I wouldn't say I bought him low. Like I paid Gabe Davis for him. That that cost yeah. something. But I you know Gabe Davis has been fine for as a Bills fan. It was really tough to trade him. But I've been I I've been waiting for him to be a consistent presence for what three years now. I guess since that KC game where he caught four touchdowns yeah. or ten touchdowns or was it thirty? I don't remember. But that's a lot. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm happy that I got Jameson Williams in a couple leagues, and I'm excited to see what he does with in the Lions. Yeah, he's a uh, he's a bit of a deeper threat potentially. Yeah, he's eh? small and the, fast. I like that. Ty, do you like small and fast? <laughs> as well, that, as that, his that girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like it. Just all she's got. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, I mean, it's, it's what she yeah. has. You know, small it's, and you gotta make the best of you gotta make it best of it. So there you go. Well, I mean, uh, other than other than just my love life, uh, small and fast does seem to be a bit of a theme for the NFL this year. That's kind of like a mm-hmm. lot of the breakout players are. Um. Yep. And for for Williams, I think there's there's a good chance that he just as doesn't end up being super relevant. We saw last year they Ooh. were kind of hesitant to use him when he did come back, even this year in training camp. I remember one of the games that he played, he ended up staying on with uh, you know, all the starters came out came out of the game early. He ended up playing the entire game with a bunch of players that ended up mostly cut or on the practice squad. I don't know if that was just because they wanted to get him some more work or you know whatever it is. Or punish but him for in the game. Theory, <laughs> could be. But in theory, the Lions offense, eighth in passing yards this, uh, per game this year. Goff is fifth in deep passing grade per PFF. That's, so I never thought you'd say that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so they, they do need someone. So I think there is a chance that he ends up stepping up over the next couple of weeks and fills that role. There's also a chance the Lions have been fairly competitive. They might actually go out and trade for a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. I can think of a lot of wide receivers that look pretty good on that team with uh, playing with Amon Ross and Brown, and the Lions look like they're trying to actually be a you know serious a sort of contending football team. So yeah, I'd love to see that. I like uh, I really like Jamison Williams in uh, in best ball leagues too. Okay, I think he's gonna be well, a, he's I, gonna be a smashing success in some best ball leagues. Well, we're gonna have to find out. I feel like I gave up on Goff too early. Maybe I don't know. I think everybody but, uh, did a little bit. I mean, for for Dino, for yeah. fantasy, I'm not as excited about him. I think he's a better real world quarterback than a fantasy quarterback. Yeah, that's a good point, Jay. Now, let's talk about a gentleman named Quinton Johnson. We had a, a brief discussion, uh, maybe not so brief, but we got into him last week. He had, this is his big chance. Uh, Mike Williams, the 19th, was sidelined. Sure, you got Keenan Allen, but he should have a man covering him, if not two. So we have Quinton Johnson, but he did not have the breakout performance many were hoping for. Those people that were hoping for probably owned him. Uh, he had a catch, though. He did not get a goose egg. He did, you know, hang on to the ball, touched it, ran a bit with it, got 18 yards, three targets, got a bye week coming up. 
you just drop on redraft or you just, you know, dynasty is a whole different ball game, but let's talk about redraft for a brief moment. Uh, I'd say in redrafts that you can, you can drop them just because sometimes you just have to, you have to make these decisions in redraft. Yeah. You have, you have bye weeks Um, no one wants but, to drop anybody, but you, sometimes you got to tie. You're right. Absolutely. Some, sometimes you got it. But I think for Johnson, it, it was, it was a disappointing, it was a disappointing week. But we did see his route participation go up 71% in week four, whereas 28% in weeks one to three. So he was on the field a little bit more running routes. It was kind of also a weird game for the Chargers. Herbert oh, ended it? up getting injured. Yeah, he broke his uh, like a finger on his non-throwing hand. He got stuck in a, got oh, stuck in a face mask. Yeah, Ooh, stuck that in a butt. That, <laughs> that, that, was a, that, awkward awkward hut. that was an awkward hut. <laughs> yeah, <Yep. he's> a... <laughs> so it was, it was kind of a weird game in that sense, but... I think with with Johnson, if you can hang on to him, if you have the space, definitely do so. I still think he's somebody that ends up being, you know, kind of one of those kind of post buy window kind of kind of players that ends up potentially being a rewarding player. But at the same time, you know, Keenan Allen should or Keenan Allen's Keenan Allen. We should have Austin Eckler back. It, it's it's still going to be a bit of tough sledding there. Yeah, I think right now though, if someone's going to drop him in redraft, I think I'd be looking at picking him up. I'm not going to write off a rookie that has an opportunity to to move up the the depth chart after one game. You're right. No, no, definitely don't just uh, drop no. him or anything. But it's if you have to make that decision, then yeah, yeah, you have to. But don't yeah, don't drop for yeah, the next. Don't proactively week, you know? go out of your way to drop him and pick up a, a second kicker. Well, you, need, you gotta have two kickers, Dave. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta. Uh, next guy, Keaton Mitchell. No relation to Michael Keaton. Uh, he's a running back for the Ravens. Uh, where did this guy come from? He went from 1% rostered to 17.8% rostered, round up to 18, in Yahoo, of course. Uh, that was just Saturday morning. Do you guys know why? What What do what what does somebody know? I don't know. Do you guys know? Is he coming off? Uh, was he on IR? Who is, who is this guy? Yeah, he's an undrafted, he uh, undrafted free agent. Play with the Ravens, uh, really good in the preseason. I think he was the second highest uh, graded uh, for PFF uh, for running backs in the preseason. So he made a bit of a splash there. I think the reason people are picking, you know, jumping on, picking him up is obviously because he's returning from IR, but also because you know Gus Edwards' experiment. Like we know what Gus Edwards is, and Justice Hill is worse than Gus Edwards. So there's potential to have a Ravens running back that could actually. End up having some fantasy value, and he's also one of those guys too. He's five eight, hundred seventy nine pounds, but explosive. So another small, explosive back. People are saying seeing HN. They're seeing these type of players hit uh, Jaleel McLaughlin in Denver. So I think that's the reason that we're seeing him just get picked up. It's 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 a stash. It's a good bench stash. Dynasty. Someone probably grabbed him in the preseason. And already has him yeah. on, his, on their roster, but in redraft. He's, he's he's worth a bench spot right now if you have it. Just see how this plays out. He he looks like he's going to be the number three as early as this week if he's healthy. Jay, do you think it's worth taking up four spots and having all four Ravens running backs? Well, I think it, I, I think if you want to play in that play in that game, you kind of have to at this point. <laughs> but no, <laughs> no. <laughs> if, if you have a really super deep bench, I want to talk about a different organization in that division. Mac Jones was benched for Zappy. Was Zappy a little slappy, or did he play well? I don't know the results of that, but Jones is apparently going to remain the starter going forward. 
There's a guy in our redraft league, uh, guys, as you see, he got rid of Daniel Jones and replaced him with Mac Jones and Ooh, got, got half his, went from 3.5 points to like 1.7 <laughs> points. So I mean, not that fella. Daniel Jones yeah. has been doing a lot of favors this year, but there had to be better options yeah, than Mac Jones. Well, I guess he had a, a feeling, a gut feeling and maybe- uh, Who did it, Dave? Who did it? That was, was Vance Chris. <laughs> Poor Chris. Uh, but yeah, it's okay. Browns fan, what can you do? Um, and yeah, so Mac Jones, uh, he sucks. Uh, Patriots are going to be shitty this year. That's uh, I don't know how Bill Belichick does it. Like you, you think he's so used to winning all the time. How is he? I wonder how he's adapting to this whole new losing thing. You think he cares? I think he misses Tom Brady's kisses. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? So his ex-wife. His ex-wife doesn't at all. Mm-hmm. Terribly, Brady's actually a great passer, terrible kisser. <laughs> Sloppy. His son all would disagree. Play. Oh, that's nasty. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, now, this is interesting. You guys uh, brought this up here. Uh, this is the, the percentage of drives that end in a punt or a turnover. And for those who don't know, <laughs> that's, not, that's not what you're if looking for. If you're listening to this and you don't know that, how did you find this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and they stumbled across it. And... Last place is, well, Bill Belichick's uh, New England Patriots. 71% of the time, it ends in a nothingness for their drive. Like, what's, at that point, what's the point of playing football? Uh, just well, I'll, I'll, I'll shout out a couple other teams just, uh, just for reference. No doubt San Fran's number one at 29%. Like, come on. There's no point. They should never even bother punting. They should just go for it. Uh, Seahawks, that's a... I don't know. That seems surprising to me that they're number two at thirty one percent. Running backs. And then Gino's got, a good quarterback, man. Well, he yeah, great wide receiver. Room. They've done night. a good job building that team the last couple of years. Yeah, they, they, that one surprised me a bit too, but they're pretty good this year. Uh, yeah. The Giants last night. Well, well, thanks to them not doing as good. They only got seven eight points though, Gino yeah. last night. Last no, but week. I'm thanks. talking real world quarterback. Yeah, like, real world. He's a, he's a pretty. He's okay. He's pretty good. Bills. Uh, your bills are there, Cowboys, Dolphins. Uh, but going back on the other end, you have the Steelers. Not a huge surprise there. Chicago Bears, which uh, tie served you well this week, I believe, in your redraft organization. And then the Browns, Panthers, Vikings. So, so now I don't know any previous seasons. Seventy-one percent. Does that sound like that's typically what the worst team is at? I don't know if you guys know. Is it? Been higher. It's pretty high. I don't know offhand, but that seems that's high. really high. It, yeah, that's, that's what I mean. It, it seems kind of really high. Fucking high. Seventy-one percent of your drives ended a punt or a turnover. Yeah. Like, what do you? Like, what's the point of fucking playing at, this no, point? at, at that <laughs> point? Yeah. What's the odds of throwing a hail mary every time? I got to imagine it's probably one in six. So you're almost better off just tossing a hail mary every single time and hoping yeah. for the best. It's but you're playing think, pop yeah, five hundred out there. Just get to third down. Don't even punt. Just throw a Hail Mary, and if they get it, well, it's like a thrown punt, I guess. Josh like, Allen style. What do you have to lose? Yeah, I like that kind of. They should um, just play by CFL rules and say, you know what? It's third down. We're just going to go ahead and punt it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're we're, we're going to save, save the fans some time. Save some time. You know, <laughs> shave some time off the clock. Just get a quick punt out of there. Yeah. yeah. Now, Everybody wants to beat traffic, now, get home, you know, we'll <laughs> exactly. And Boston traffic's terrible. It is the worst. I don't think that was a Boston accident. I don't know what the hell that was, but uh, no, that was the worst. Yeah, like, no. yeah, it's chowder, chowder, chowder. Now, Dave, you had a question Anyways, earlier about uh, Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones. Yes, yeah, I did have a, a and question. Then you ranted there. for uh, you just rambled on. I thought you were sundowning <laughs> for a second there, but uh, <laughs> is there any interest in Zappi in a Superflex organization? 
in the league. Do you want him? What do you think? Thoughts? Like, do I do I, I want him to? in the league? And I, yeah. Well, no, no. Do you want to? Well, yeah. Do you? Yeah. You're right. Do you want? No. Him, I guess that's the question. I, I don't want Mac okay. Jones either. I don't want anything to do with either of those players. But if he's out or there and team. you have space on your bench, it's not. I mean, it's not a horrible thing to add to your team in any super flex league. I mean, I have I have a couple of super flex leagues where I have like, you know, Will Levis and Malik just because I don't know who's going to end up being the quarterback. I have a couple of leagues where I have seven quarterbacks on my bench just because I I don't have good stuff. Yeah. There's one league where I have Daniel Jones as one of my starting quarterbacks. I need to hopefully hit a home run with, a you know, someone like because I never finished bad enough to draft like the first or second quarterback. So I need to have these well, guys. So if you're one of those guys that has, you know, a weakness to quarterback and you and you hopefully need to plug someone in one day, maybe Billy Zappi's not a bad guy having the bench, but I don't expect much out of him. Yeah. No, no, super super flex, you have to just try and find starting quarterbacks coming mm-hmm. into the season. It's like I, I saw one trade of uh it was DeAndre Swift straight up for Desmond Ritter that happened after week one. Like just t- people Fuck. get desperate for starting quarterbacks. That's beyond desperate, but yeah. So you, yes. you yes, so you want him because there's definitely a chance that he plays this year. I will just say with for Mac Jones, he's looked terrible for you know about a year and a half now, but he looked pretty good as a rookie. So you know, who the hell knows? Maybe maybe they figure it out. But at this point, I think uh, you'll probably see Bailey starting some games for uh, for the Patriots at some point this year. It wouldn't surprise he me. Had, he had a couple uh, good series last year, and he and his for college Bailey, tape yeah. is pretty fun to watch. But he has not looked good in the preseason. Did not look good in relief of Mac Jones this week. Um, I, I, I think the ceilings, I think, I think Mac Jones was a little more probability success whereas Zappy to me, uh, I think he has a higher ceiling for sure. I wonder if he has a fan be- on that ceiling, like a, you know, the ceilings with fans on Like in New like Orleans with the outdoor fan on the ceiling of the porch. Well, I always wanted you, one of those. How do you get the maintenance on that fan. thing? I got one of those. Yeah, but maintenance on it, you can't even like reach Oh, you have a guy for that. You have a guy for that. If you got ceilings that high, Dave, you got a guy for everything. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, even as a right, backup, he's probably making decent money. You know, probably still more than Brock Purdy. And I think sharing an apartment with a bunch of people in Silicon Valley. Yeah. So, I mean, he's living in San Francisco. <laughs> so, come on. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah, I guess San Francisco the stuff. moral of the story is, yeah, if you have a long, deep bench, you can stick them on there. We do have. We're all in one league. I know that has a tons of space. Every time a quarterback is maybe gonna, I usually have maybe them, possibly maybe play, have you grab them. I have like five or six just yeah, sitting too. there, waiting for their chance an opportunity to play. Let's talk about some guys that are playing the game of football. A little bit of Dynasty quarterback talk. It's my team. It's my quarterback. And if you guys do that, man, it's unfair. We lost as a team. We lost as a team, man. Another big week by C.J. Stroud. I'm impressed by this young lad. Joe Burrow is complete trash on paper, at least. I haven't watched a game, so I don't know how he's bad on the actual field. Uh, I think he's got like a, maybe a leg injury or is there something there. Did he hit it on a table? Did he tweak Lingering it? Did calf he injury. It? What? Look injury? Calf injury. It's oh. calf. Well, okay. I think you guys uh, have your most recent uh, 20 top rankings. That's impressive. They're all, they're all updated, ready to go? Yeah. Cool. I bet you CJ Stroud's basically number one well, it right? has to be <laughs> almost so. yeah i mean he's, he's uh yeah they beat the steel i mean the steelers again aren't seemed arguably not uh, you look at the third uh sorry they're <laughs> they're trash right now their turnover uh they are 67 percent of their drives end up in uh garbage 
So, uh, so not a big one. Yeah, but he's been he's been looking great. Uh, Richardson. Who do you guys want to talk about here? Bailey Zappi. We'll get right into the rankings. Zappi. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Let me see if he's uh, no. No, he didn't make the top twenty. No, Ty and I, Ty and I put together our top twenty uh, quarterback rankings just just for the just for the sake of conversation here. Uh, kind of see if we're both on the same page. Interesting to see that we're not. You're not. And, uh, nope. you know, just just have some conversation with some guys that are a bit, maybe some risers and fallers. Like, I think, you know, our top four is exactly the same. I think we both went with, uh, what do we got here? We got yes, uh, Josh Allen, that. Pat Mahomes. As Bills fans, I think that Allen Mahomes thing, and mm-hmm. the tail of the tape this year, is it's not been kind to old Patty boy. And then Jalen Hurts and Justin mm-hmm. Herbert are our top four. And then after that, uh, things get off the rails a little bit. Yeah, Jay's clinging on to Joe at number five. I don't think I think Joe Burrow's been playing injured. He's still got great wide receivers. Um I still think he's uh he he's got that dog in him. I, I still like Joe Burrow. This season's not gonna be kind to him, but the previous years he's been pretty good. Look, Joe and Burrow's a fantastic quarterback. And there's no reason to jump off him this year. It looks like he's playing on one leg. Like he's he's clearly injured. There's the since he you know, Cincinnati just seems to be in a bit of a dysfunctional tailspin, but there's absolutely no reason to jump off Joe Burrow if the manager that that has Joe Burrow in dynasty in any way wants to get rid of him. That's you know I'm I'm looking to buy f- for most players, but maybe not everybody in my tier two quarterback rankings. Now I'm curious. Why? Oh, sorry, good. Go ahead, Dave. I was just gonna say if that's the situation, is Cincinnati like broke? Can they not go out and get like a a Tannehill type guy or and just here's a couple hundred thousand bucks play quarterback while this guy heals like? I think really? they could, and that might be the that might be where they get. I think they have one win or one in the three. They're probably at this point already kind of played themselves yeah. out of the playoffs almost. Yep. So if it hits yeah. that point, I think we will see that. But for now, it seems like having Joe Burrow at whatever percentage he's playing at still seemed like the best option for them, and it probably, you know, in theory was. But I guess clearly in execution, it hasn't been. But yeah, I think it, it, this a lot of this comes down to ownership too. Like the, the team wants to make the playoffs. They need to sell tickets. They need to sell merch. They want that ad revenue. So they're they're probably like whatever he has is not going to get worse by necessarily playing, but it's not going to heal that quickly either. So they're going to have him out there because they got to sell the tickets. They got to make the playoffs, right? And once that's off the off the table, and it, you know if there's a chance to maybe shut him down and get him back healthy towards the end of the year, or get him back healthy for healthier for next year, maybe that'll happen. Bring they Andy get, back. So they also get more money than uh, a lot of small nations' uh, GDPs. So yeah, definitely the island of Palau. Just for sure, to come if I can play. remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, the island nation of Palau. Um, I was going to comment on Richardson and Stroud uh, coming up on Ty's rankings. I like seeing that, Jay. But you you were going to say something. I didn't want to cut you off again. I don't remember anymore. Okay, <laughs> the thought will Palau. return. The, the nation, nation of the island nation of Palau. <laughs> now, I think t- Ty's Palau. got Richardson and Stroud a little bit higher than me. I uh, would like to hear Ty's reasoning to having uh, Anthony Richardson, CJ Stroud above. I mean, we Joe Burrow. Uh, we've already addressed that, but maybe above Lamar and Jackson, Lamar. Trevor Lawrence, Tua. Yeah. Ballsy, sure. Ballsy. So, <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll explain my rankings. The way that I rank uh, in Dynasty, it's pretty much always in tiers, right? Like you're crying. So for me, tier happens? one, Allen Mahomes. I usually get when I masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, tier one is Allen Mahomes and Hurts. <laughs> tier two, I have Justin Herbert, who I think would be the top of my tier two. And then after that, these are the fellows that I can kind of move around. I don't tend to move players through tiers too often in my dynasty rankings. It takes a little bit for me to you know have a player jump a tier, or jump down a tier. 
But uh-huh. week to week, I'm willing to kind of look at that tier and say, okay, let's kind of juggle that tier around a bit. So for me right now, just based on age and based on performance, I mean, Anthony Richardson, yes, there's concerns. There's injury concerns. There's also concerns that he hasn't been passing super well. But at the same time, we see how effective the run is in fantasy football, especially running quarterbacks. And he's made some pretty impressive passes so far. So like a 40-yard gain on an Aaron Donald sack, a couple of like off-kilter plays. He's just He just looks like a big play guy. He's fun. I'm really kind of just hoping he, he succeeds. Yeah, he is fun. But he's also just for fantasy points. The, like the dude's missed like half the time that he's played, and he trails Stroud by six fantasy points right now in a four point per passing touchdown league. Hi. And he's barely played, so for me, he's got to be up there. But I guess to get back to why you said Lamar Jackson, for me, like that entire tier two for me, Justin Herbert would be the first, and then Richardson, Stroud, Burrow, Jackson. For me, it's completely dependent on the team that I have they're all interchangeable for me that tier it's you know you can kind of move them around wherever you want it really would depend on the team that I have yeah I, I have and how I'd want to I have them. the same guys actually in tier two as Ty does uh, we didn't we didn't differ on that at all I just had uh, Lamar Jackson Trevor Lawrence no, no. above Lawrence yes. yeah yeah Lamar Jackson oh no Ty's Trevor Lawrence in tier three never mind uh, yeah. so, so I, I have three, uh, Trevor Lawrence and Lamar Jackson just slightly ahead of Anthony Richardson CJ Stroud when it comes to uh, Trevor Lawrence and Lamar Jackson. Uh, Lamar has the rushing ability. The, that offense, I like the additions they've made. Uh, Flowers looks like a bit of a revelation there. Mark Andrews, hopefully they can get going. But I still think Lamar Jackson is a very consistent fantasy performer when he's on the field. Trevor Lawrence is a generational talent that has had a rough start to the season. I still really like him, and I like that his value is dropping a bit because I don't see that continuing potentially you know, into a into an entire season. But, I mean, you never know. I, I almost put Anthony Richardson and CJ Stroud a little bit higher. Uh, I get what Ty is saying about Richardson. I just need a bit more of a sample size right now because I don't think if I had Lamar Jackson, someone offered me Anthony Richardson, I would consider it for sure. I just don't know if I'd make the trade. I feel like Lamar Jackson still has a little more value potential where I might be able to get Anthony Richardson and maybe upgrade my wide receiver. Or something along those lines. So that's kind of why I, I ranked Lamar Jackson slightly ahead of Anthony Richardson. Uh, CJ Stroud, for me, um, yeah, he's six points ahead of Anthony Richardson with less time played. But I just think what he does is very repeatable. The four games that he's played, I've never been more sure that a guy is going to be that guy for the majority of his career. Because everything he does looks like it's repeatable. It doesn't look like it's some amazing wide receiver making plays or just bad DB coverage. He's just a good mm-hmm. quarterback. And he's a good, like he's yeah. great out of the pocket, and I think that is just going to be repeatable year over year. Do I see him, you know, being a, you know, up there with the, the Allen, the Mahomes, the Hurtses of the world? I mean, Hurts, I don't even like this year. I don't think he's played that well this year, but like you can't deny his talent and the fact that he rushes the ball and and he does that little thing where he's one yard away from the thing and then the and the the big guys come and push him in. I, I love the way that works. But <laughs> I think Stroud's repeatable. Richardson, I think, is going to skyrocket for me. I just want a little bit more of a sample size from him. That's all. No, that's fair. That's Jay. That's fair. I'm more. I'm more concerned why you have Goff so high. That's Goff. I, I. I think Goff is. Uh, Goff is in my tier. F- I have him tier four. Now I ranked out of five or, tiers. Ty sorry, ranked out of six. Too low. Uh, so I didn't. I didn't go that yeah, low because I feel like I, I don't know. I, I kind of just expanded the tiers a little bit. Goff, I have at 16th overall, just behind Dak Prescott and just above Brock Purdy. Jared Goff and Brock Purdy, to me, are pretty interchangeable. I feel like Brock Purdy is a slightly less talented, but in a better situation. 
kind of a similar quarterback to Jared Goff. He's a very, you know, I wouldn't say a game manager necessarily. I feel like game manager is derogatory towards a guy that, you know, that doesn't, you know, necessarily fuck up things all the time, but isn't, it does take some chances. Brock Birdie can, he can run a little mm-hmm. bit. I do like him, and I do like Jared Goff. I think he's in a good situation right now. Whether or not he stays there, I think that'll be the key piece to to his his uh, future, you know, fantasy validity, really. But yeah, I think Jared Goff has been mm-hmm. shit on a little bit, and I I actually have him in tier four, but below guys like Bryce Young, Deshaun Watson, even Jordan Love, I have slightly ahead of him just because of the potential there. Uh, but yeah, I, I think he's deserving of where he is in my rankings. One thing I do want to comment on on between the two lists, kudos to Jay. Sorry, Ty. The spelling, he's got the first name and the last name. Ty, you got a little bit lazy. I see a Tua with is no that, last Is there any name. other Tuas? I see, I see yeah. a Goff. I, I know, but I'm just... Uh, I put Daniel Jones. I didn't want anybody to think I had Mac Jones in my thought. <laughs> just wait, just wait. <laughs> At least I did that. Dave, pronounce Tua's last name. <laughs> I can't... I, 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 hold on, let me look at your list because you have... It's Tago Veola. Nailed it. Did I? Did I really? No, no, you're wrong. Tongo by Loa. Fuck the both of you. Uh, last note on these quarterbacks. Joe, uh, sorry, the Bengals are dead last in yards per play through the first month. That's. Uh, I, I will be putting in the show notes, I will have the rankings there, and it will be on our website as well, uh, dynastyfootballlife.com, which is currently in, in the works and be just being updated. Most of the stuff we have on there is from when we were super active in 2020, 2021, so... It's, it's still so, relevant I mean, today. I mean, hey, hey <laughs> so you know who finally broke out time? Johnny Smith. Johnny Smith. Call, yeah, you were calling that 2019. Stuff, my Justice Hill <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, good stuff. All right, cool. We're going to uh, this. We did this last week. It was great. It's a big hit. It's a, it's a tie original. It's never been done in any podcast before. <laughs> never. <It's>, <laughs> believe it or not. Believe it or not, George. Isn't at home, please leave a message at the beep. I must be out before I pick up the phone. Where and uh, it gets me excited. It doesn't take much to get me excited, though. You guys know that. Uh, that's not true. I'm in my 40s. Uh, first off the list. <laughs> uh, so uh, if you didn't listen to our last week's episode, it's for some reason skipped it, and you're listening to this one first, believe it or not, we're just going to give some scenarios. And either you believe it, it's pretty straightforward. You either believe it or... Uh, you don't. Plain and simple. First one, get the ball rolling. Puka Nakua will remain the first passing option even after Cup returns. Ty, these are, oh, this question is loaded. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. I'm spicy. I, I like it. Who's got the balls to answer this one first? I don't. I was just getting a beer out of my fridge. So. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Oh, getting, sure. I got my mini yeah, fridge behind me. It's fucking time. glorious. <laughs> uh, so Ty, you go you you go ahead while uh, while uh, Jay gets his whistle. Oh, whistle wet, Dave. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna say <laughs> I'm gonna say not, but not that I oh. believe that Puka Nakua is all of a sudden going to really drop off significantly. I just think if Cup comes back healthy, that's you know definitely an if. But it looks like he could play this week or next, and if he comes back and stays on the field, we all know how good Cooper Cup can be. We know what they're paying him, so I think. You know, he's got a good rapport with Stafford. So I think they become kind of like a 1A, 1B, or even just just a, just a good tandem. Like equals. You know, we like seen, equals, Jerry. Absolutely. I've, we've seen the Rams do this before with uh, Cops, uh, Woods, uh, Brandon Cooks. 
Uh, Stafford, not a ton when he was with the Lions, but we saw it a bit with uh, Marvin Jones and Golden Tate, both out of over 1,000 yards in 2017. Galladay, Jones and Tate had a couple of years where they were all kind of good together. But I, I think that this Rams offense, it does seem to be working well this year. McVay, can, he, he can game plan this in. He can make this work. I think Tutu Atwell is probably a guy that has to fall off. But what have we seen Tutu at the last couple of weeks? It's like nine targets a week, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. if you give give Cooper Cup ten or eleven targets, give Puka like eight or nine targets, they're both going to be, you know, fantasy relevant still, and you're just going to have two good fantasy receivers. And I think for me right now, that's the most likely outcome. Just no Atwell, <laughs> his value probably goes down a little bit. Less Atwell for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay, uh, you ready to uh, share? Sorry, can, you, can you repeat the question? I'm just kidding. Uh, sure, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna side with Ty in this one. I I think that uh, Cooper Cup does kind of dip into the targets a little bit, but I don't think Puka... If you bought Puka Nakua thinking he was going to lead the NFL in targets for the entire season, you're probably going to... We're going to be disappointed regardless. But he's still going to be very viable. He's still going to be way better than the cost to probably acquire him. Uh, but yeah, I think what Ty, everything Ty said is probably true. Matt Stafford is a bit of a hyper-targeter at times. So there might be games where Cup is going to be this clear leader and Nakua might be the clear leader the next game. But I think both these guys are pretty safe floor plays with uh, some really good upside. Wonderful. How about JSN? How about uh, Dave, him? There's a question about that that I'm very intrigued in right now. Oh, sorry. Oh, Jay, I apologize. Every week do. I miss something. And I didn't this even write this a, one. Usually it's the one I wrote. This Swift joke. Let's <laughs> no a Taylor Swift joke that he wrote. I know. Uh, we have Puka Nakua. He's uh, w, uh, WR, wide receiver 26 ADP. Or Zay Flowers, who's WR 22 ADP. Who are you taking in your dynasty? I'll go first since Ty went first in the last right. one, Dave. Uh, yeah, I know. Thank you. Yeah, I, I don't know want to like one first. I'm going to so. take Zay Flowers. I just think that there's a, a yeah. Puka Nakua is a wonderful player. I love him. And if I had Zay Flowers and someone offered me Pukaniku, I'd still have to consider that. But I just I think Zay Flowers is special. I think he's going to be, you know, maybe next year's Chris Olave. I really do. I okay. what I've seen from him so far is just like he's just better than most receivers I've watched play in the NFL. Okay, so Jay thinks Zay Flowers is special and Puka Nakua is not special. Uh Ty, go. I'll actually take the other side. I would actually take Puka. I like Zay Flowers a lot as well, but I see him as being like a really elite second option on a team on a really good offense, or maybe, maybe that's not even fair, but it, it, it's close for me, but uh, Puka's just done, he's done so much. I'll take Puka. No. Let's revisit well, this. Let's, four games I want to revisit this question the... after Cup's been back for two weeks. <laughs> I think this would yes, be an interesting yeah, one to revisit. So uh, Dave, uh, write that down, I guess. You're, you're, you're old, you're a pen down. paper. I, I probably do, amongst many other things in here. Oh, just check your just check rack? your magazine rack. <laughs> I do have some binders with hockey cards and baseball that cards right. in here. A lot, a lot of money in here, boy. I'm not surprised, Jay, that you went with flowers. I'm a little surprised on uh, on uh, on Ty's response, but I respect the hell out of it, and I look forward to revisiting. I hope this, we're both right in a couple weeks. I hope they're both just fucking off the off the wall. I hope, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope so too. That I love both fun. these players. Everybody in this league is good. Yeah. Now. Do you love Jonu Smith? No, no you, JSN. I had it nailed it. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I put it in green right. for you. 
I know. All right. How about JSN? How about him? And in brackets, WR1580P. I guess that's the question. Uh, are you asking how we're no, doing? We or, trade Puka or Zay Flowers. We'd rather have JSN. Oh, that's part it's of the same, same question. question. I was wondering why there's no notes underneath, but there's a space. You know what I mean? There's a space there, Ty. So if you could work on your spacing. Uh, so JSN. Instead of uh, Zay Flowers, is that what we're saying? We're replacing so Nakua for JSN. Just say who just rank the three. Let's let's just say rank, rank the, the three, three. in uh, JL. Uh, do rank you want to start or? Sure. Yeah, I'll, 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 I have the balls to do this, Ty. As opposed to he's going to Ty's going to wait and formulate his opinion, you little bastard. But uh, no, I <laughs> I still think if I'm going talent alone, I'm still taking JSN. I don't care about the start of the season. I really don't. Uh, Tyler Lockett is going to go away eventually. And it could be that, or DK Metcalf might, who knows? But JSN, I still think, is the best, the most talented of those three wide receivers. Now, I've I've been preaching a long time, chase the targets. I'm a big fan of chasing the targets. targets, I'm chasing the targets. It's Pukunakua, it's Zay Flowers, and it's JSN. From a talent perspective, it's JSN, Zay Flowers, then Pukunakua. I would still, I don't, I think I could get JSN for Pukunakua and get something else back if if the owner's not savvy. And I'm doing that every day of the week. Okay, so final answer. You're still yeah. stuck with JSN yeah, I, overall. I, I, I think it's a high, it's a higher, higher risk, higher reward potential. Yeah, you love that shit, uh, Tyler. Please, yes, um, insist. Jay mentioned Tyler Speak. Lockett. Did you know he sells real he estate? Did. Actually, yeah, he actually does. That is it only playing the NFL? The hustle just you know. I love Tyler Lockett. Stops. Love him. Yeah, good guy. I'm still thinking about my answer. Great so I'm agent. trying to buy time. Let's think about that. <laughs> well, I'll help you out, Ty. Harrison Ford in the movie Hollywood Homicide also was a police officer who stole, sold real estate on the side as well, starring him and Josh Hartnett. That's interesting. So, I like that. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, it's good. For, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's What's the opposite of interesting? It's tedious. Like a... That was tedious. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I can answer this one actually pretty easily. Uh, JSN for me, 100%. He's st- I don't care about the start for this year, like Jay said. It's 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 about the ability of a what you know a twenty one year old what we've seen him do in college. It, it sucks that he hasn't been involved yet, but that was you know potentially to be expected. So for me, JSN Puka Flowers, but love them all. Okay, wonderful. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Sorry for fumbling that question. Uh, shut <laughs> <up>. <laughs> uh, next one is uh, HN. Just, just kidding, uh, Davis. It's, eight, it's <laughs> HN. <laughs> Etienne. Um, um, uh, John New Smith is the Falcons tight end one this season. That's perverse. As opposed to Hugh, as opposed to, I'll spell it out for you, Pitts. You know, just in case you guys didn't know. I mean, he has been so far. He has been. Now, well, sure, we all know he has been, Ty, but will he be at the end of the season? That's the question. I'm going to say no, just because I, I he does not sell real estate. I, not yet. Might be a good, uh, <laughs> good retirement kind of career for him, but uh, I'm going to say no, just because I, I don't know. I, I like when I like Why? when I like Why? when fantasy football is fun, and for me, a world where Johnny Smith has more fantasy points and receiving yards, targets, whatever it is, than Kyle Pitts, it's just not fun. So I'm just really hoping that Kyle Pitts still ends up emerging. Um, though Johnny Smith, he had 95 receiving yards this week. Well, that that was the actually highest receiving yards for the tight end position this year. That's 
Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. But so, so Ty hates Jonu Smith. That's what I get out I of I was the biggest Jonu Smith booster when good. he got drafted. Loved him as a prospect. So I didn't did break out with the Titans. It took a while. Now he's, I guess. I think skip. you're bitter. I think there's some bitterness here, Ty. I think there's some resentment well, there's, here. Yeah, definitely. Ty's getting angry. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> Jay? Uh, I. T- <laughs> I'm going to go with Ty in this one. I, I I still think like 21 targets for Kyle Pitts, 20 targets for Johnny Smith. At some point in time, Kyle Pitts might be able to get open and receive a football. And at that point, I think with his talent level, if that could occur, maybe Desmond Ritter falls and hurts himself and someone else takes over. I don't know what's, I don't know what's going Maybe, okay, let's petition. Kyle Pitts is now the quarterback for Atlanta. It can't be any worse. He's super talented. Offense. like He's got to be able to throw a football farther than, than Desmond Ritter does. Well, you know who should be the quarterback for Atlanta? It's Taylor Heineke. Yes. I just I don't understand. Yeah. And, 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 you know, nothing against Desmond Ritter. Actually, I got him for free in a super flex league. I liked having him <laughs> as an extra quarterback option on my, you know, on my roster. But why the hell is Taylor Heineke not the quarterback there? He's not great, but I think he's a little better. Uh, he's got to be, man. It, it, can't, it can't be much worse. A-Chan has... More touchdowns in two games than the whole Atlanta offense does. Yeah. That's fucking brutal. Crazy. Nice segue, too. Yeah. Yes. Is Doc was written by a professional. He is Devon <laughs> going uh, to end up in, as a top five running back the rest of the season. That's that's a tall order. Tall order for a real small man. Order. I actually yeah, have a question I'd so, like to start, uh, I'd like to pose first here. So the question, I guess, obviously, is Devon Achan a top five running back the rest of the season? And I want to kind of pose something to both of you guys. Okay. Who do you actually confidently have ahead of him right now? Like, who can you 100% say you think will outproduce him this year for fantasy? Christian McCaffrey. Definitely. Bijan Robinson. Yeah. Uh, pr- yeah. Uh, Kieran Williams. Williams, I Williams is a good. One. I don't know. I don't, I don't have know. Williams though. For me, it's because Williams he's in a great situation. But I, I have and I great. benched him because uh, I know that's why I benched him and he did great again. I don't Ooh. know. To I, I'm going to say Josh Jacobs as well. well maybe he can't get the end. Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams could. He could because he's the lone workhorse there. Ronnie Rivers yeah. isn't stealing his job zone. anytime soon. He's got a great porn yeah. name though, Ronnie Rivers. Barkley's out again, so I'm not sure if he's going to miss more significant time. Yeah, for me, other than uh, Tony yeah, Pollard, got... for me, for sure. I think Tony Pollard's... Oh, uh, I always forget about that guy. Yeah, 24 red zone uh, carries this year. It's just by far the most at the RB position. Only two touchdowns, so that should... Dallas had some weird games. Their defense has been really good. They've you know, ended up in some weird game trips. I think A-Chan is... I, th- I think he's, he, he usurps Mostert at some point. I don't think it's happening yet. Mostert didn't look that good against mm-hmm. the Bills, though. He had a couple of fumbles that they no. recovered, a couple of passes he should have caught, but he's good. still he's still explosive. But he's also an older back that you, you I guess you won't lean on anybody too heavy in Miami. But I think no matter what, eight chance part of it. Like for me, I just mm-hmm. there's only so many paths I can kind of create in my mind where players end up ahead of him. So I think top five is a possibility. It's kind of crazy. Uh, It'll be top, interesting be top question. five on not a lot of touches. Got Chubb. Yeah, Chubb's out. Exactly. Yeah, well, Chubb's out. For, he's out. Uh, you got Taylor who hasn't played yet. You got uh, Cook and Hall splitting the time in, in New York. What time are they out. splitting? Elliot's, yeah. Because it's not good time. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, it's they just turned two great running backs, fantasy time. irrelevant. The Jets running backs are tough to watch right yeah, now. It's like, 
I'm watching this guy that looks like he's suffered a terrible ACL injury. He's completely just become like an invalid. He can barely move on the field. And the other guy's Brees Hall. Yeah. Like it's just, it's gotten <laughs> tough. <laughs> do, do I think A-Chan could be a top five the rest of the season? I'm going to say yeah. no. But he's going to be top 10. Yeah. Okay. Top 10. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say top 7.5. 7. Top 7. Okay. 7.5, 5, and 10. All right. I'm only saying no because I think he's I'll, he's going to get creamed I'll, and he's going to be out for a bit. That's the, that, that, that's why I'm saying no. Okay. Could absolutely happen. Okay. No. It, it, could, happen. it could happen to anybody. And that's what the scary thing is about football. You know? Nobody's safe. It's like a horror movie. Okay. Excellent. That's fine. That'll be interesting. That's a, that's a, I like that question. Um, hold on here. You got me all flustered here, guys. Did you just do, lose? Do, Dave do, lost do, his spot do, the dog. <laughs> I got it. Next one's a two-part question. <laughs> I'm right back on track, fellas. I wrote two-part question to avoid the JSN uh, mess that we saw earlier. <laughs> this involves a guy named Dave, David Montgomery. If, uh, Montgomery? If you don't know, plays, fo- plays football. He's currently RB5, speaking of RB5, in uh, half PPR. That's field goals per, per game. Montgomery is a top 12 RB the rest of the season. <laughs> uh, did I say something wrong there? Game. I think I got it right. <laughs> Fantasy points per game. <laughs> Fantasy points per game. My apologies. Uh, yeah, top, Montgomery had a big uh, big week. I think he sat on somebody's bench. Was, was that me. Utah or was that Jay? I think it was Jay. Yeah, <laughs> That's embarrassing. Well, how do, I mean, what do you do? It was guys? him or Aaron you, Jones, you, what, and what I went with Aaron Jones, and that was the wrong choice, apparently. It was. You come back from an injury, so they, yeah, that was the wrong choice. Um, that's now the rest of the, the second part of this question. This is a two part question. Uh, Jamar Gibbs is RB thirty two and half PPR before Monday night. Gibbs finishes the season outside top twenty four. So this is all about the Lions backfield here, fellas. Now Gibbs ended up, I think, last night with just under ten points. I think. That could be incorrect there. Uh, doesn't really matter. He certainly didn't get 32 points or some odd points like Montgomery did. But uh, this is, yeah. So uh, however you guys want to, how do I attack this question? As I say, it's a two-parter, so you might have to take a moment to no, think. No, and, I, uh, I, I don't need any moment at all. Oh, go, go right ahead, Jay. Fire away. Montgomery, top 12 running back the rest of the season. I'm going to say yes. Jamal Williams. <laughs> was and he was not as talented as David Montgomery. Is David Montgomery as talented as Jameer Gibbs? Probably not, no. But he serves a purpose. And I think a lot of the time we discount running backs who aren't big chunk running backs that don't have, you know, two, three cut moves out to the outside. David Montgomery has one move, run straight, done. I like that. That's perfectly fine. Missionary style. He's the missionary style of, of sexual positions. Jameer Gibbs, on the other hand, he's doing backflips while banging you at the same time. Now, will he be outside the top 24 running backs? I'm still going to go no because I think I like this Lions offense. And I know for a fact that running backs that, you know, don't get injured I probably have a good chance of being in the top 24. And I don't think he's going to get injured because they don't fucking play him enough for him to get injured. <laughs> but whoa, there's going to be a point, whoa. and I think the I think the lines are easing him in. I don't know why. 
Uh, but it looks like they are. Maybe they're talking to Jim Irsay and they're like, hey, we don't want ever want to pay a, a true running back one true running back one money. Oh, here's an idea. Just don't let him fucking play. And then you'll never have to pay him that much because, you know, he, he has no stats to back up his, his paycheck. So uh, maybe there. there. But I'm going to say Gibbs, you know, I'm going to go. He's in, I'm going to go. He finishes in the top 24. Okay. So yes and yes for Jason. Tyler, how, how do you feel about this Detroit Lions backfield? Uh, uh, Jay nailed it. Uh, for me, that's oh. exact same. I think Montgomery oh, will be top 12, and Gibbs is definitely going to improve. He'll get more involved. He's just too he's too damn explosive. We knew coming in that there was a chance that they weren't going to use him a lot to begin with. They like the whole thunder and lightning approach. We saw it with, uh, with Williams and Swift. Last year, uh, Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift were running back 8 and 22. Uh, Dave Montgomery's a better running back than Jamal Williams. And Gibbs is, well, I have always been a big Swift fan, but yeah. most people think he's a better, more talented running back. Potentially he's better. <laughs> so I guess we'll go with that. But I mean, yeah, I think they're, uh, sure. yeah, they're both, I think they're both going to get in there. Health, uh, yeah. okay. health withstanding. Wonderful. Cool. I love it, guys. Uh, I, I, we're just gonna go back on these later through the season. Just go through the whole thing and see uh, if our how correct are we like on that. the New England Patriots, so much. New England Patriots side of things, or are we on the San Francisco? I'll, I'll side just refer of things to my Jalen Rigger takes. <laughs> be honest, we record. I have a couple of beers. I get fired up like this. You know, I don't do. do a lot anymore. This is my this is my social yeah, yeah, of the absolutely. week. And we, and I tend to let passion yeah. kind of carry. 100%. I don't want receipts. And no in receipts. all honesty, we shouldn't be your <laughs> no first receipts. stop for dynasty or fantasy football advice. We should be your third stop. You get good advice. It's like asking your parents, like, hey, mom and dad, what do you think I should do? Eh, I don't want to take their advice. They're probably right. Grandma and grandpa, what should I do? Eh, I don't want to take their advice. What should, what should I do? <laughs> alcoholic uncle, what should I do here? Where are your alcoholic <laughs> uncles? Not the ones that touch you inappropriately. <laughs> The ones that touch yeah, you clear. appropriately and buy you booze <laughs> underage. No, yes, not sure that distinction had to be made, but agreed. I think it does, Ty. I think it does. <laughs> but it does It does today in this day and age. Uh, wonderful. Next, there's a guy named Khalil Herbert, and it's something about him in green, and I'm going to read it. Nailed it. He did enough in week four to keep his claim. He had a great week. Uh, he had between 20 and 30 points, I believe. He led, oh, well, Ty, you would know. He was, uh, I assume he was one of the Bears that got you some numbers last week. I know he had Fields he in there. He was not. He was Fields and DJ Moore, mostly for me. I have some Roshan Johnson, oh. but no, like Will Herbert, no. And you know, Cole Komet also got 24 yeah, points. He did, so yeah. The whole team was hitting, and they lost still. Yeah. Best news for the Bears, <laughs> though. Three points. Lost. I mean, they, right now they have yeah. picks one and two if the season ended today in the draft, so that's what they want. Uh, Herbert Week Herbert week four, 22.2 fantasy points, 18 rushes, 103 yards, four catches, 19 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, he had 23 opportunities with the old pigskin compared to Roshan Johnson's lucky number six. Uh, so, yeah. So what do you think moving forward is going on in that? Is this, I think we're out of that. This is a whole new. Like, is there a question here, Ty? Is this, is this a believe it or not or are we moved on? No, no, this is believe it or not. Um, Khalil oh, Herbert okay, did enough sure. in week four to keep his claim as the leader of the Bears' backfield. Believe it or not. Yes. Jay, okay. as their uh, biggest Roshan Johnson supporter, although I do like him too. What do you think? Oh, it's the lack of question mark. That's what messed me up, Ty. Is no question mark. <laughs> <laughs> you become more like Ron Burgundy ahead, every Jay. episode. 
And I love it. I, you know, me, me and Ty That's were talking a, one day, and I said to Ty, if Dave stopped doing the podcast, I wouldn't make jokes anymore. These moments are what make this podcast special. Straight up. Now, you're a special boy, Dave, nice. and a special boy deserves Thank an answer you. to his question. That there was no question mark yes, for. Yes, I do. Um, did he do enough to keep his job? Yeah, for absolutely. I, I don't think the Bears ever thought Khalil Herbert wasn't potentially going to be their guy, but Roshan Johnson was is still in the plans regardless of what Khalil Herbert does. And my my whole shtick on Roshan Johnson was never he's going to take over the job immediately. It's going to take time. I still think he's the more talented back, and I still think he does take that job eventually. But as of right now, I still think yeah, Khalil Herbert until he. I think the Bears, <laughs> what are the Bears going for, in all honesty? Like, the Bears aren't trying to fucking win. They, they want Caleb Williams. So mm -hmm. they're not going to do what they, do, they need to do to win. They're going to do what they need to do to probably lose. So I don't think they're in any and rush to like rush Roshan Johnson <laughs> or rush out Khalil Herbert or, you know, it's going to be mm -hmm. a little bit of a chess game for them. Okay. Well spoken. Ty, do you have something to add? Something of, uh, of worth? I typically don't, but you might. Uh, no, not really. Nothing of worth. Oh, Jay, okay. Jay did pretty well. Uh, Herbert, for me, is a flex moving forward. Roshan, still a stronghold in, uh, in redraft. Still a stronghold. Dynasty, obviously. You still, you know, you love him. Hold but, on. Yeah, it's going good, forward, Herbert's a bit song. of a flex. That's it. I must ask a question. Someone offers you. Roshan Johnson for your Khalil Herbert share. What do you do? Dynasty, of course. Dynasty. It, it depends course. on my team. If if yeah. I have a team that's three and one right now, I I might consider the Khalil Herbert side, but I I'm a Roshan Johnson fan as well. So it really depends on my roster. I had, I do actually have one half uh, team in a half PPR league that you guys are both in, where my running back depth is really low. So if I need someone to start for a couple of weeks, I've actually competing. I'm three and one or four and own that league. Yeah, I might take Khalil Herbert, but otherwise I'm taking Roshan ahead. Roshan, I have ranked ahead 90% of the time. That's who I'm sticking with. Okay, Dave, you're on a rebuilding roster. Your team is at best 500 this year. Not true. Not saying your team. You have some good teams. That's not true. You have some okay. actually very good teams. You, 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 you actually have a better record in most fantasy that. than I do because I make crazy hot takes and do stupid things sometimes. But <laughs> if I offered you, you have a, a middling team. I offer you Khalil Herbert for for. Uh, I ask you Roja Johnson for your Khalil Herbert share. Do you do it? Yeah, you're rebuilding? not necessarily rebuilding, but you're not going to win this year. If you're rebuilding, okay, I think it's obvious. Roja Johnson all day. Johnson's a couple years younger. Yeah, I would probably say I would. I would ask for okay. a kicker. Love it. Not literally. Not yeah, a yeah. literal kicker. <laughs> but um, uh, a punter? No, just uh, just something, just something else, you know, like a a fringe starting receiver, cool. or something like that. Yeah, that's gets uh, that reasonable. Now, uh, Ty, in that league where you're missing running backs, is it half PPR league? It is our dynasty half PPR. Yes, I have lots. We'll talk <laughs> after the show. I have like five guys that are all starting that should be starting. I have White on the bench. I have. Uh, one of many Williams is on the bench. Like, come on. I, I bench Kieran Williams. I got Swift. Okay, yeah, we'll talk then. Anyways, I think we'll, we'll talk. Take, we'll take it yeah. off air. We'll take it off air. Ladies and gentlemen, we're about to do a live trade here. <laughs> yes, whoa. Uh, this, 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 it's mosey on over the state of New no, York. New Jersey. Now, there's New Jersey two teams that play in. I recognize the Jets as a New York based team. No, no. You let me finish, Jay. New York New State. Jersey. New Jersey is a state as well. State. 
Fuck me. You're right. Damn it. Yeah, last week you were giving me shit over my U.S. Ge- ge- geography knowledge. Uh, yeah, you're right. So, I was going to do my Albany bit again. Just as a so they have no state know? capitals, but not states. I like that. No, no. Respect that's that. right. This is why our yeah, episodes it's, are it's an hour and 20 yeah. minutes. That's what I put up my dating profile. Uh, Wilson gets the Broncos next week. So uh, I jumped the question here. So <laughs> here's, here's the question. That is a fact. That is a fact. Wilson gets the Broncos next week. I don't know what the word gets means. Like he's going well, to get him or he just gets to it's pretty play lucky them. to play against the Broncos uh, each week. It's a bit of a gift. I think it's pretty it's pretty lucky that he gets to play at all, Zach Wilson. So the question is, believe it or not, Zach Wilson is the better New York quarterback, meaning he's better than Daniel Jones in fantasy. Better New Jersey quarterback? Uh, Wilson <laughs> Wilson gets uh, Wilson gets the Broncos next week. Should be a good test to see how bad the Broncos D is. I think they've been tested once already, and they got an F minus. Uh, Jonesies gets uh, Miami, who is a team that scores points. So um, I don't know how well they defend. The Bills gave them put forty eight what forty eight points against the Dolphins yeah, this week. Yeah, exactly. So there's so there's points to be had there for Jones. Ty, you take this one first. So. Yeah, yeah, Ty, we, yeah. Um, please, please. I wrote please. this is more just to kind of be kind of like like oh that's kind of gross or kind of funny or to bring light to that Daniel Jones hasn't been that good. <laughs> it's or is it's gross and funny. Zach Wilson was he <laughs> Zach Wilson was actually pretty good this week. I I found myself kind of rooting for him for the first time in my life. Yep. So it just seems like things have been so tough on him, and he's still so hard yeah. on himself. They lost, but I think he put up a pretty good effort. And Wilson. I heard the referees. Uh, well, yeah, of course, yeah, on, the sorry. referees. That was yeah. awful. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, that's yeah. definitely actually something. Casey, Casey's yeah. getting some preferential treatment in that game. Something there, but uh, mm. but I think Zach Wilson is potentially a streamer this week against the Broncos because their D's been pretty bad. But if we're talking about no, it's Daniel Jones still miles ahead. Although Daniel Jones, that has been that has been tough to watch. Like he just. One good week. Yeah, he put up some fantasy points, and he's done that in the past. He's put up fantasy points a couple of times, but the guy's had more than four sacks. I think it's something like almost 50% of his career games. And if you're looking at this year, he's pressured all the time. This is from uh, Scott Barrett on Twitter. From a clean pocket from weeks two to four, uh, completion percentage for Daniel Jones, 80%. And then under pressure... Yeah, I'm just looking at yeah, that. under pressure, he falls right off. Is you know, fifty-two percent. It's, but at eighty percent from a clean pocket, I wonder, like, what's the lowest percentage you can actually create to make eighty percent? Is it because because I don't think he's seen a clean pocket more than three or four times. Yeah, but when he gets it, it's fine. Yeah, it's um, it's four out of five. That's actual. That's eighty. So I think it actually is four out of five then, because <laughs> he just never sees a clean pocket. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's that old line is just shit, and that's not really going to change. So that'll be a problem for the you know for the foreseeable future, and. Man, Daniel Jones, why did they give him that contract? That's a good question. I'm really looking at Tua here, and he's not so hot. That's a big gap for him under the under pressure. He drops to 39%. So I hope he's not too off. Now, obviously, the Dolphins have a much he has a much better offensive line than the uh, the Giants. Um, Jay, well, please, please weigh in. Well, Wilson Jones, the Battle of New York's in this doesn't deserve more than 30 seconds of me speaking and you listening. Tyrity made all the good jokes and 
kind of made all the good points. Uh, Daniel Jones has played with <laughs> it would seemingly like they're missing a man on the field. The amount of times people are getting to him, I don't think it's fair to either. You know, to, it's not really fair to even compare these quarterbacks. Like Zach Wilson's not even supposed to be a starter right now, and uh, Daniel Jones, fuck man, I I feel for the guy. Like that that can't be fun knowing that you're gonna get hit by a 300 pound man every single time you fucking take a snap. Like that is that is tough. Mm-hmm. Bruce yeah. Dable, I I feel bad for him too. Like, god damn, he's. He his no, Brian Dable. Yeah. Brian Dable, sorry, Bruce. He looks like a Bruce. It's fine. He does. He definitely looks like Bruce. You know, the two people on this team that are like he's got Daniel Jones has no fucking wide receivers. Darren Waller can't catch a football. Like I don't understand what they're what they're doing in this on this on this team anymore. Like the the GM needs to take some accountability on this one because holy fuck, did they build a terrible team? I think Darren Waller for me. That's that's a cautionary tale of. Well, who else is going to catch it? It must be a good season. Like, no, he's entering no. a bad situation. It's not yeah. going to be he, good. He's, double, he's in double that. coverage constantly. I bought into that, too. Just like, well, no so one else going to catch it there. And, you know, fuck me, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Well, Ty, as Jay said, this was an unfair question and shouldn't be in the dock. All right, folks. Well, I think we're just going to leave it there for today. It's been a, a good show. Guys, thanks for joining us this week, and uh, we'll catch you on the flip. This is the Dynasty Football Live Podcast.